best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome to Talking Halos, Derek C. Paul, with my co-host, my partners in crime, Jared Timms, Nate Green, and it's our Sunday, well, we're recording it on Sunday, edition of Talking Halos, and man alive. I did not even know this, guys. I didn't know it at all, that Joe Madden had already written a book to be released, and this and the season just barely, really just barely over. And you all send me this article that tells this story on the firing. And it blew my flipping mind, like out of it's it's an Albert Pujols seven oh three home run. That's what it was for me. So, I guess we're going to start there. That's what our show's about today. Talk about this article and kind of gives you a look into the Angels organization this year. Jared, what were your first thoughts as you went through that piece? By the way, which is written by Tom Verducci, I believe. First off, for for that. Shout out, Joe Madden was just on a on a podcast, a buddy of ours. So go check that one out, RizzoCast. It was really good, actually, if you guys have a chance to listen to it. Uh, not that I like to shout out other podcasts, but Stephen Rizzotto does a fantastic job up in the Bay Area. Had Joe Madden on, talked about some of this stuff. Talked about the book as well. And I know you said that he bought the book, so or you bought the book. So yeah, I did. there we go. Um, uh, I'm not as surprised as you are. <laughs> uh, as bad as that sounds like. Uh, this is just kind of how baseball has been for a while. You would hope that um, you would hope that a manager and a GM can get on the same page. And that's what I'm hoping here with Perry and Phil Nevin next year. I know that Phil Nevin got 90 games, maybe a hundred games to manage. Did he get hundred? I think. Um, so I, I think that there's going to be a, a decently good connection there, but uh, yeah, it's um, it's, it's interesting I'm su- I'm surprised at the lack of connection that they had, not necessarily in what Perry is doing, but the lack of connection. If that makes sense. So, Nate, it doesn't really shock me. Unbelievable! Oh my, unacceptable! Man, build yourself a studio for crying Dude, out loud! Right. Oh my God. Hold on, let me make sure, um, make sure my phone is silent while I'm at it. Oh, mine was. <laughs> I was doing my job. So, Jesus. Um, so you want to answer? Really. answer the phone. 
No, no, not really surprised right, on 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 what went on this off with with what went on this season with Madden and Manasian. I I think Manasian came out and tried to say all the right things when he got the job, and he is not who we thought he was. He came out and was like, "Hey, we're going to be um, not really analytical. We're going to be like old school, new school. Joe Madden's the perfect guy." I think he was just saying what he had to say to get the job. Now that he has the job, he's going to do whatever he wants. And that is very analytical from what it looks like. And from what we read, it's very, very analytical, like very extreme, even more so extreme than like what the Braves are and things like that. So I not as surprised as you guys are. I got thoughts, lots of thoughts, but before we get to those thoughts, might as well go ahead and, and talk to our sponsors first, just to get them out of the way. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Yeah, okay, here's my thoughts, guys. I the, My first thought after reading that whole thing wasn't even about Madden or Manazian. And trust me, I'm going to get there in a second. But the rubber stamp for Artie Moreno. Like, yeah, do what we need to do. Where One, when you needed him to be that guy, when making player movement and so on and so forth, no, nah, no, nah, he's going to interfere all over the place. But when he should have stepped up and said, hey, uh, this is your manager. He's won World Series. You should work this out. He's like, yeah, rubber stamp this firing. That makes no sense to me and shows a lack of leadership and shows a real lack of instincts as to how he should run a baseball organization. 
again, Jared, you've noticed, you've noted this. Business-wise, Artie's very good. Running a baseball operation, awful. There are times when an owner needs to step in and say, hey, I'm hands-off, you make the baseball system. There's times when you need to step in and say, hey, I am the owner, this is my ship, and you guys need to work this out. And this was one of those times. This was one of those times I needed to do it. And now you've and now I'm sorry, I'm I'm not sold on where this organization is going. And it makes me feel less optimistic about its futures when all you're worrying about and all you're thinking about is the analytics and you're not thinking about the human being. We're not flipping robots, no matter how much they try to make us out to be. Humans are not robots. So I mean, there's my initial thoughts. If someone wants to jump in there and either disagree or agree, I'll I'll go with Jared first. I mean, did you catch that part? Did you notice that part? Or did you not even think of anything of it? Perry made a baseball move there, right? Like it wasn't what needed to happen. It might not have been the correct move, but Perry Perry was able to make a baseball move. It wasn't Artie that was making the move, right? So I mean, I I don't agree with the move in general, um, but Artie seems to be pretty hands-off uh, uh, with stuff as of late, especially with this. It, it, he it seems like from what has been put out there already basically said, you know, it's your team. You know, this is, it's, it's, it's yours. It's not, it's not mine in a sense. It is Artie's team, but it's your team, you know, do what you want. If that's what you feel is correct. And I think that's the exact quote too. If that's what you feel is correct, do it. You know, and there's a, I'm, I'm going to continue to say it. There's, if there's a disconnect. There's, if there is any type of disconnect between the front office and manager and, and management, there's, you know, there's going to be, it's going to be an issue. Do I agree with any, with a lot of what Perry's doing and, um, and what's his name? I can't remember his name. The uh, assistant GM. I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with it. Can I get, can I get more than a hundred game sample to see if this works? Um because I'm intrigued. It's intriguing. Like I, I do like analytics, but I do agree with you guys. And I know Nate agrees with this as well. Uh, it, there needs to be a, a human aspect. It's just like with umpiring. You can't just straight up bring in those, the, the robot umpires, or I guess you can, but you know, there, there's a human aspect. This game isn't a video game. These, this game is played by human beings and you know, you can't, you can't tell me, you know, from a computer, what relievers are available. You know, just right off the bat from from that article as well. So um, Perry made a baseball move. Was it the right move? I guess only time will tell. Um, but if there's a disconnect, I mean, one of them had to had to go. Right. And it probably wasn't going to be Perry because it seems like this is Perry's team. So. I don't think he had to go. That's the whole point. Like. He didn't have to go. I, I, I just don't think he had to go. I don't think the team was any better with Joe Madden gone. But you're talking about a guy who has a track record. I mean, analytics or not, hmm? he's a guy with a track record. And you're going to throw a guy with credibility and track record out the door because you can't agree with him over some simple things. Dude, this is like human relations stuff. What's Perry going to do next time his next manager is do what he wants him to do? Is the manager going to be a robot? For him, then why isn't Perry's man's team? That's what that's what Phil Nevin's doing there, and that's why uh, that's why the uh, I mean, look at who the bench coaches were. They look who the bench coaches, but they weren't any better, were they? 
The record doesn't show so. Give me, me Oakland has, give me more than tell 100 me Oakland, games. Tell me why Oakland hasn't won a World Series. This might be a money ball team for years. Same thing with Dodgers. You know, you know, Houston. To, to be fair, the Dodgers didn't win a World Series in 2020, but the reason they were the World Series champs that year is because Dave Roberts managed the game without the computers. In oh, the postseason, he did not use computers, yeah. and that's why they won the World Series. So you're not going – the analytics are great for 162 games. Yes. But once you get into the postseason, those those numbers have to go out the window because games – the 162, it's a lot harder to – it's a lot easier to predict what's going to happen over – a long course. But when you shorten that sample size to one, two, three, four games, anything can happen. So those numbers have to go out the window. Um, Derek, I do agree with you when it comes to Artie Marino. I think the one one reason why he kind of gave up at that point, he's known for a lot longer that he was going to sell this team. I think right, yeah. personally that he's known probably since around the start of the season that he was going to sell the team. One of the reasons why he didn't let it be known is probably because the nationals were, were um, on the market right around that same time. So we wanted to give that a little bit of time to kind of get out of the way Two, I think he just wanted to give somebody else. I think it's like, Hey, I'm not in charge of this team anymore. I'm going to give it to Perry. He's going to do whatever he wants because I'm not going to be here anymore. That was kind of his thought process. I don't agree with the move. Joe Madden, um, you know, he should have been the manager. It is what it is. The one thing that I will say to disagree with kind of what's going on is I I think that it, it was like the it, it was like the moneyball era where Perry was in there every single day telling Joe, hey, this is what you gotta do. And Joe was like, No, I, I've been doing this for twenty some years, forty some years. Like I've been a I've been a major league manager for, for fifteen years. And you have been a GM for five minutes and you're going to come down here and tell me how to do my job. No, that's not how it's going to work. And I don't think that you can go a full season with someone trying to tell you how to do your job. So I think either Joe was going to say I'm out, or I think Perry was going to say you're done, but this thing wasn't going to, it wasn't going to get better with 162 games. I think whether we like it or not, Perry didn't put together a good roster. This roster was not a good roster. You can argue with me all you want. This roster was an 82-win roster. I said it before the year. Um, it didn't matter who was going to be the manager. It, it didn't. Um, this team wasn't deep enough. This team wasn't good enough. Whether it was Phil Nevin, whether it was Joe Madden, it is what it is. They they are who we thought they were, and all, in all honesty, to take a quote from um, the NFL. But it is just – it is what it is. I, I don't think Phil Nevin's the guy – I don't think Joe Mann's the guy. And after reading this article, I don't think Perry's the guy. I mean, I don't – I said before, and I'll stand by, I believe the roster start of the year worth was a 90-95 win roster. But that depends on everybody staying healthy. And they didn't. And all of a sudden it became what it was. I mean, I would politely disagree there. There was enough talent. The lineup itself worked for the first month of the season, and everybody started getting hurt. Uh, and I – but nonetheless, the one, thing I, agree with injuries, you, one thing I agree with Always. you on is there wasn't the depth there wasn't. That's where he really messed up the back. Be, who was behind these guys? And I like a lot of Benazian's draft work the last two years and so on. So I'm not, I'm not totally off the train. One area I'm on the, off the train on though is if you are going to make this an analytics only organization, then 
it's not the kind of baseball I want to watch. That's not the kind of that's it, it we're not robots. And you may get lucky one year and pull off what the Braves did, but like you pointed out, the Dodgers they got into the postseason 2020 and they won it with what? Dave Roberts got in. And I know Dodgers fans aren't going to agree with that. They're all over Dave, Dave Roberts, but let's just be honest. He managed that team. There has to be a medium. There always has to be a medium. You have to allow for, for the human aspect to be in a game, in any game. Because numbers are just numbers sometimes. Postseason is different than the regular season. I just, I just, it really bothered. I mean, the article bothered me. Yeah, I know it was from his, I know it was from Madden's perspective, and Minajian hasn't had a say in this. But like you said, didn't surprise you. Didn't surprise you, Nate. Didn't surprise Jay, Jared. Didn't surprise me, except for the fact that it was out there in writing. Like, I couldn't believe we're, the season is just not even over yet. And this is out there in writing. And for everybody to see, it's like airing on the dirty laundry. Like dirty laundry aired, which takes my next question. He mentions in the article he does want to manage again. After this article, does anybody does anybody hire him? I, I don't think the article changes the the view on Joe Madden. I think that the the general managers in, in Major League Baseball right now, those are the people that are going to to make the decision on Joe Madden. Do they want to work with someone who will not play the analytic game? Dave Dombrowski might be one guy. The Phillies job could potentially be open depending on how the Phillies do in this postseason. Um, There aren't a lot of teams out there that are not going to be 90% analytics. There's not. And there's not going to be a lot of jobs available with teams that are like, hey, Joe, you're going to come in and do whatever you want. And we're not going to give you any analytics. And we're going to make this basically all old school baseball. So, I don't think this article changes things. I just think it makes it very, very obvious to everyone who wants to sit down and talk with Joe that, hey, if he's coming in, this is what he's getting. He's he's getting a team who it's going to be a lot of Joe Madden's feelings and guts and talks to, instead of, you know, my GM told me this is what I'm going to do. Yep, Jared, um, I'm with it on that. I think that, you know, if he does get a job somewhere, it's going to be somewhere that doesn't do analytics and i'd say at least 85 percent of baseball does that now where the gm where the stats department where the analytics team controls the game you know so uh, i i think he gets a job somewhere i do uh, but it's uh managing managing in baseball is a is something going away and if that's what he wants to do like as bad as it's going to sound maybe college baseball might be a spot to try next, you know, like as, as, as weird as that is, I know Joe Madden holds a very major league style team, you know, kind of lets guys do what they want in a sense and uh, holds has teammates hold each other accountable for stuff. But yeah, you know, I think that this is kind of going away from, uh, I think managing baseball is going away from, from baseball, major league baseball itself. And, 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 you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, him might even bother. Like honestly, I know he wants to band again, but dude, he could, he could make a nice living getting go working for ESPN or Fox covering games. I mean, and talking about the game the way he wants to talk about without anybody you know looking over his shoulder. I mean, why manage this point? I know he wants to, but I mean, the dude's articulate. He knows the game. Shoot, 
put him on put him on TV. Like he'll he'd do a great job. You know, I hope the best for him. And it it also kind of gives draw some light to like, okay, so the Angels weren't too good. They weren't very good last year. They were eh, in 2020. You know, now we kind of look back and go, okay, you know what? Now I'm getting why the team never really turned a corner. Because they didn't have their stuff together above the team itself. They didn't, and we've been saying it just in different ways, organizationally. Where's this organization as a whole? And until they get some kind of cohesiveness one way or the other, they're never going to be what we want them to be. You have something look, Cleveland, freaking Cleveland. How $70 million salary going to Vision Series? No one thought they but, but they have been committed to each other, to the entire organization. And by the way, uh, Tito Francona still manages. Yeah, yeah. Cleveland, by the way, is an analytics team, but he still manages. Foreign concept. You still let your manager manage with an analytics team. Yeah, by the way, he's manager what, of the year for me. By the that, way, that's why the Angels didn't didn't make it though. There is a yeah. good connection there, right? Like Tito, I'm. I, I if if you went in, you know, to the front office or went into, you know, Tito, they would he they'd probably you know, be pretty cohesive with stuff. You know, they'd probably be on the same page with, with a bunch of stuff. This is, you know, they, and I've been saying this for a while, like Jerry wasn't around long enough for, for him to put in his play. Like he didn't get, Jer, Jerry had Mike Sosha, you know, uh, Billy, Billy wasn't around long enough to put in his play. He had one, he had one year with Brad Osmus and then it kind of all went down downhill and they brought in Joe Madden and, you know, and, and now then they bring in Perry and Perry's with Joe. So now Perry's going to get an opportunity and you look at it moving forward. You, you think Perry's going to get some type of opportunity. You look at it moving forward. And I know, you know, Nate and I talk about this quite often. If, if new ownership wants to restart everything again, we're back to stay step one again, right? Keep. But, but that's why Phil Nevin is only getting a one-year contract and not a four or five-year contract. And that's not, and that's why they're waiting to even pick a manager. Yep. Yeah, it's not because Phil Nevin is the best manager for the Angels. It's not. It's not. Perry wants Phil Nevin. Like if you gave Perry anyone he wanted, Phil Nevin's not number one. But new ownership looming is why Phil Nevin is still here, and possibly Perry too. But does it even matter? I mean, honestly, because in the end, if you're looking at how things are being run, is Phil Nevin even the manager really? When you have someone calling down saying. You aren't playing this person, this person, this person today. You know who's really the manager, anyways. That's just how baseball's played. I mean, I've been saying for a while. Even even the GM, like, what what is Perry doing? Like Perry, yes, Perry has say in everything, but it's the numbers. It's not Perry. It really isn't. Like when you think about it, Perry's a communicator. A ma- GM and a manager are. are commu- yeah. Don't tell him the communicator. Don't, don't he's tell me that. He's a crappy no. communicator. That's fine. Yeah. You know, oh no. I, I kind of agree with that right now. I, I think that like he's been not, he hasn't been good at his job, which is communicating. Like same thing, like Joe Madden. Is his job team. is to put baseball players on the field and to get them and to put them in a spot to, to succeed. That's his job. His job is to make sure there are good enough baseball players on the field at all times to win baseball games. That has nothing to do with communication. It has nothing to do with creating some algorithm to say what bullpen pitchers are allowed to pitch on certain days. It has nothing to do with any of that. He is not doing his job. He's not. 
if we're honest with ourselves, he has not done a very good job. Sure, he's done a great job with drafting and developing pitchers. Fine. He hasn't developed a hitter yet. I know it's only been two years. He hasn't developed a hitter yet. Um, he hasn't developed depth. We've given him two years. Depth is a very easy thing to do with minor league contracts being so easy, especially with the lockout. Everyone wanted to sign a, a minor league deal because they knew they had a contract. So we have this time to sign minor league deals. He doesn't do it. And I know you guys are, are still saying the Yankees or the Angels were a 91 team last year. I, I disagree because you look at well, I mean, everyone. They weren't, no, but I mean, when I looked at that roster starting lineup. But, but you look yeah. at what's behind them. And you know going into the year, there's never, ever a team that is going to be play 162 games and have absolutely zero injuries. It just never happens. You you know there's going to be an injury to the starting pitching. There's going to be a couple injuries to the bullpen. There's going to be an injury or two to the to the offense. We we didn't have anyone to back it up. The the worst part about this team for me is that you had guys on major league contracts who should be on minor league deals. Honestly, Matt Duffy is a is a depth piece. He is a minor league deal. He is hitting fourth to open the season. I, I don't think people remember that, that Matt Duffy was our cleanup hitter to lead off the year. To start the year, Matt Duffy was our cleanup hitter. You cannot win baseball games with Matt Duffy hitting cleanup. Separates good teams and bad teams. It is. In the end, in the end, he didn't do enough. I think he's done some good. Like I, I do like look at the minors. We had two two teams making the playoffs this year. But how long does it take that talent to make its way to the major league level? And why does it seem like talent starts to stagnate once they get to the major league level? That's a problem. I mean, I'm sure we can agree on that, right? It's stagnating once it gets to the major league level. So Good. He's he's he, we're seeing some work in the minor leagues. You still need to see a filter all the way up, and it's not happening. And for for you to say in your explanation, well, we need to do something. We need to do something. So your answer was to fire the guy. And they lost like what ten more games in a row after that, or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like you, you fired them, they they still lost like ten more games in a row. It doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, I think this one, I was a small detail in the article that bugged me the most. His, he didn't have an actual answer as to why he's firing Joe Madden, other than we have to do something. Like, you, if, you, if you're going to fire somebody, at least give them the dignity and tell them why. And it can't be, we got to do something. Well, there's a lot you can do. That doesn't mean firing your manager. Like, you're, you're, you're basically saying, hey, I'm going to scapegoat you. And, or I just want you out. Well, just tell him I want you out of here. It's not working. But no, we just need to do something. That's pathetic. And I hate to say that about my about the team that I, I cover, the organization that I've I've loved all my life, you know. But that's pathetic. Your reason should never be well. We need to do something. That just tells me it's not a well thought out reason. You just you know it's not going to be you, so you're going to fire somebody else. That's that's one of the big things that I pointed out in this article, too, is Perry doesn't have a lot of explanations for why he does things. It's always, oh, because somebody else does it this way. Oh, it's because uh, because of this or because of that. He never can sit down and tell you, hey, this is why we do what we do. Like if I told him to to write down, hey, why do you do what you do? 
all of the answers would be, oh, because the Dodgers do it that way, or oh, the Giants do it that way, or the Braves do it that way. That that tells me he's not he has no idea what he's doing. It tells me he's lost. It tells me he's trying to copy other organizations, and you can't copy other organizations. You have to do things your own way. I don't know that you can't copy other organizations. I mean, there's always a map laid out by something somebody else did, but he couldn't articulate what those organizations are doing. He's not saying this is what we're doing. Bam, 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 bam. He's only saying, well, Atlanta did it or, you know, the Dodgers or whatever. So what are you, what's your actual process here? Because if you can't explain your process, then how do you expect people to believe in you? Losing a lot of faith in Perry over the last, say, month because of what? Because of his inability to actually articulate a plan. This is the thing that we had, go back years, Jared, you'll remember this. He used to always talk about Epler's plan. We could see, at least with Epler, we could see what his plan was. Did it work out that we wanted to work out? No. But we at least could say, I think this is his plan. We're seeing this, this, and this. What the bleep is Perry's plan? Why should people keep following him down, you know, down to war? Why should they keep trusting him? What's his plan? And you're right, Nate, you're right. It can't be, well, land do this. Well, what way did land do it? It just, the answer is not just analytics. There's a lot to analytics. That's why I don't think you can like actually copy an organization. Yeah, there's a blueprint for, for ways to do things, but to sit here and say that, we are going to run our organization the exact same way as the Dodgers or the Giants or the Braves or whoever it is, is, is acidine. You, you, you just can't do it. You're not going to have the same personnel. You're not going to have the same people. You're just never going to have the exact same setup where it's going to be the exact same way. And you're never going to have the same people with the same mindset. Like you talk about, it's, it's a people thing. It's not, it's not a robot thing. So you can't just sit here and say, all right, we're going to copy it this way because, you know, I expect you guys to all be robots and be, you know, carbon copies of what we had in Atlanta or what this guy had in, in LA or th- this guy had in San Francisco. There wasn't a lot to this article that, that, ex- that made me excited. It, it made me more um, anxious for the new regime, the new yes. ownership and say, we need someone to come in and, and be an adult in the room because we don't have an adult in the room. And it starts with having an adult in the room, making sure that someone can tell you, this is the plan. This is the way we're doing things. And I don't think we have that from an ownership, from a general manager or from a manager right now, by the way, Jared, 106 games for Phil Nevin. That's a lot of games. Jared. And six games didn't get to start spring training as a manager. I mean, we've said this many of many times Um, with analytics if you don't understand analytics and for example, pitching and, and how the numbers affect a pitcher, it's going to hurt you in the long run. That is the number one thing I learned about analytics when I was doing analytics. <laughs> uh, if, if you like, I mean, it's like that with anything. If you don't know something well enough, it's going to hurt you in the long run. I don't know if, if Perry in particular knows enough about analytics. 
So this is a, this is the exact same thing that we say about Artie, right? Artie doesn't know how to run a baseball team. He knows the business, but he doesn't know how to run a baseball team. So you hire baseball people to run your baseball team, right? Now, Perry needs to go hire analytics people. And again, I, I think that this does fall on Perry, but I think this also needs to fall on, like we've mentioned before, the scouting team, the analytics team, and back to the guy at the top for not paying and not going out and getting the people, the good, the, the, the people that are good enough to go out and do these things. If you want to run analytics, you need an analytics team. The Astros hire people from NASA to run their analytics department. I can guarantee you there is nobody in the angels department that has ever run, that has ever been with NASA, right? It starts at the top, the exact same thing. So you get a new owner, right? You can get, you can pay people for doing the correct thing now. It, it, it just, it's a giant circle. At, I at mean, analytics have been around for a while though, Jared. I mean, you'll necessarily need someone from NASA to be able to read analytics. I think actually, I mean, if, if you, if, even if you read the article closely, you're seeing that he's getting numbers from somewhere. I don't think he. I don't, well, this is why I think it is. I don't. I don't think Manadian's a leader. I don't think. I he's just a don't think that they have. I don't. I, it goes. It goes. You back, know. It goes back to Artie. It goes. It, it, at the end of the day, like yes, Perry. This is Perry's fault. Like firing Joe Madden's Perry. You know, not putting not putting a team out there is Perry. But you need to surround. Like it's exactly like building around Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, right? You need to surround those guys with people that can do that can play a role. It's as plain as simple as that. Right. Like if you can't, the angels had five, five scouts for a whole year and a half. That's not going to do it. We talk about development. That's not going to be a way to develop players at all. You have five scouts. Like that's not going to, that's not working. Right. There was, there was not a pro scout at a minor league game in 2021. I think if, and they didn't play in 2020. So it was last year. They didn't have a pro scout at a game. That's an issue. And Perry was here in 2021. Perry didn't have a scouting staff in 2021. Like it starts at the top still. It's that still all starts. falls on Perry. If he's running yes. baseball operations, he needs, needs to be hiring those people. When you don't have the proper resources to go out there and get it. And we know Artie's cheap. We know Artie's not going to. Uh, he's been like cheap that. to a degree, but you know, he'll also spend when you, when you give him a reason to. Hence the contracts they have. Five, but five has Menazin been in his face saying, yo, I need this, this, and this from my department? Has Menazin been a leader? Because I'm not seeing leadership there. Five you scouts. Huh? Five scouts. Oh, no, I agree else. with you. I agree with you. I just don't know if the blame's being put in the right place. No, nope. Right now, I'm pinpointing Menazian. That's where I'm going. This season, 100%. He didn't go get the team that he, he did not go surround this. The, he did not surround Mike Trout. He did not surround Anthony Rendon. He did not surround Shohei Otani with the guys needed. He did not go get depth for this team. This team was not built for injuries. This team was built to play 162 games with, 50, with 26 guys and be a 90-win team with those 25 guys or whatever we want to say. They weren't built for injuries, and that is 100% on Perry. You need to you need to build a team around everybody. Perry needs a team built around him 110%. We've said this. Perry needs a baseball ops guy. Perry can go develop all, all day, but you need somebody that's going to oversee, oversee more, mm-hmm. you know. All the right, Dodgers folks. lost their ace 
just for fun, the Dodgers lost their ace, had terrible years out of Muncie, Turner, Bellinger, and still won the most games in baseball. And they signed guys to minor league contracts. They signed guys um, to lesser deals to bring in depth and look at where they are, the best team in baseball. And they I think we're all pointing fingers develop. at everyone, and it's everyone's fault. This organization is a dumpster fire right now. It needs complete reshape from the top all the way down. And this is where I want to bring it back all the way around then. Okay, well, we're talking about Minazi and so on and so forth. If I'm honest, ownership change has to happen now. Get it done now. If he's going to do it, sell the flipping team. Just get it done. No more looking around. No, you know, Get it done now. Get somebody in there now. You know, For years, the Angels have been accused of wasting Trout's career and you know, now you're, you're primed to lose a Tawny after next year. Listen, get just sell the flipping team and get, and get somebody in. Let them get somebody in who they want now while they can. Because free agency is what? In a month? So, all right. Last thoughts. We got to go, guys. So, Jared, last thoughts? Go Padres. Go Mets tonight. It's for my dad. Go, go Mets. Phillies and Mets. I'm saying go Mets for my dad. All right. So, there we go. Sorry if this has been an overtly negative podcast. This is more of a reaction to what we saw. And if you get a chance to read the article, go check it out. It's in uh, Sports Illustrated. And check out Joe Madden's book as well. You know, it, it did open some eyes. And there's always hope. There's still, there are ground pieces there. Give them credit. There are some pieces there. But now, leadership. You need it somewhere. For Nate, for Jared, and the entire team, Rowdy, have a great one. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.